oh, that sky was lit up with tractors and all kinds of equipment out in the fields. Getting that corn chopped, getting some other fall field work done. It's busy out there, especially in that Clark County area where I drove through, and uh, they're mudding her in over there. But uh, you got to do what you got to do. Hey, if you don't happen to get up in the morning or you miss our farm show for one reason or another, maybe you're on the road, who knows what that might be, go to 20inarowwax.com and have a look at our webpage. Go to the Scott and Bob, or Bob and Scott, I'm, I didn't just give myself a promotion there. It's the Bob and Scott farm page at Wax 104.5, 20inarowwax.com. Bob and Scott farm page. Scroll down and look at our podcast. Click on that podcast and you can hear the shows each day. Or go to your favorite app on your smart device and call up Midwest Farm Report Eau Claire. And that'll get to get you to our podcast every day. It's 5 a.m. here at Wax 104.5 Radio in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. Let's have a listen to some of the world in national news. NBC News Radio, I'm Phil Hewlett. President Trump supporters reportedly watched a faked video depicting Trump shooting, stabbing, and assaulting media personalities and his political opponents. According to the New York Times, the video was played at a conference for Trump supporters at his Doral Resort in Miami. Kurdish forces in northeastern Syria are striking a deal with the Syrian army to fight back against the invasion of Turkish forces. Turkish troops began moving into northern Syria after the White House announced last Sunday that U.S. forces were pulling out of the area. Kurdish forces had fought alongside the U.S. in the fight against ISIS. Former Defense Secretary Jim Mattis believes ISIS will come back. Mattis told Chuck Todd on NBC's Meet the Press that America's national security is, quote, tied inextricably to our alliances, unquote. And that with U.S. troops pulling out of northern Syria, ISIS activity will pick back up. While the strike by United Auto Workers against General Motors continues, so do negotiations. Among the offers being made so far by GM is to build an electric pickup truck at a Detroit assembly plant, which is one of the four unallocated factories in the U.S., which analyst Paul Eisenstein of the Detroit Bureau calls significant. This is an important thing, and this is one of the things I believe that they were hoping would get workers on board, saving one of the plants that was going to close. As of Friday night, the automaker was also offering to invest $9 billion into its factories. That's up by $2 billion from what was pledged last month. Today marks Columbus Day, a national holiday celebrating the Italian explorer who sailed the ocean blue to the Americas in 1492. Most federal offices, banks, and post offices will be closed today. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. Sure Start 2, Culex, Durango DMA, Classic. More than 100 crop protection products. Enser, Ever Preax, and List Duo. That's what's available through the True Choice offer from Corteva AgriScience. Approach Prima, Sonic. It's an offer simpler than saying all these names in 60 seconds. Trivance, Realm Q. Just buy Pioneer brand seed and Corteva cash is immediately put into your True Choice account at your crop protection retailer. No waiting, no rebate. 
Then you can put that Corteva cash towards more than 100 crop protection herbicides, insecticides, fungicides, and stabilizers. And as you can hear, there are a lot of options for you. Open sky, Elevore. With the True Choice offer, the only hard part is figuring out which of these products you want. Perfect match. Resicor Instinct. Ask your local Pioneer sales representative or your crop protection retailer about the True Choice offer. More choices, more savings. During a year of heavy prevent plant and harvested crop insurance losses, look to us at Ag Country Farm Credit Services to review your claims. Did you know our insurance specialist will review your prevent plant losses and the other claims, even if your insurance is with another agent? We do this because we have found thousands of dollars of correctable errors, errors made due to the complexity of the prevent plant rules. Call us at Ag Country today to make sure you are getting the most for your premium dollars. It's 34 degrees under that beautiful full hunter's moon here at Eau Claire at Wax 104.5. La Crosse has 37, Marshfield's at 31, Green Bay's at 34, Rice Lake has 32, Wausau has 32, Madison's at 34, Milwaukee has 39, and my beautiful weather reporter up on Iman Ridge says it's 31 degrees there. What a weekend, folks. We got wet. But we also got white. That was an interesting little prelude to what probably is to come in a few weeks here. Let's not rush it, though, huh? We're expecting a mix of clouds and sunshine today, and that's giving way to more clouds and some rain tonight. The week will be clearing from there, however, with a gradual warming trend expected to raise the highs to about 60 by the end of the week. Today we're looking at a high of 46 with a low of 34. Tuesday, a high of 48 with a low of 38. And Wednesday, a high of 55 with a low of 41. Tucker over at Skywarren 13 will be filling us in with more details about the weather. And hopefully he'll tell us there won't be any more white stuff in our futures for a few weeks. Proudly celebrating 100 years, the Wisconsin Farm Bureau Federation is a grassroots organization of people just like us who care about keeping agriculture strong. Joining the Farm Bureau also qualifies you for a number of money-saving member benefits, including discounts on insurance, travel, even equipment. Farm Bureau proud for 100 years. The Wisconsin Farm Bureau Federation. Join at WFBF.com. When you've got to have an auction, you want to work with a company that knows what it's doing to help you, and that means you want to use Christensen Sales of Abbotsford. All the folks at Christensen Sales are true auction professionals. They remember all the little things to take care of, and they've been doing it for such a long time. You know they're trustworthy, too. They handle every aspect of your auction professionally and fairly. Christensen Sales and its auctioneers are registered with the state of Wisconsin, too. Give them a call at 715-223-6345. Christensen Sales of Abbotsford. Wisconsin. What do you call someone who does dozens of jobs? A farmer. At Pioneer, they're proud to work with generations of American farmers in the most complex and rewarding industry on earth. So from your friends at Pioneer, thank you, farmers. 5.06 a.m. here at Wax 104.5. Let's have a first look at those morning markets on the livestock side of things, on the cash livestock side. Fed beef steers are at 102 to 110 and three quarters with mixed 64 to 101. 
fed beef heifers 97 to 109 and a quarter with mixed 70 to 96 fed holstein steers 85 to 93 and three quarters with select and choice 50 to 84 cows are at 46 to 72 bulls 60 to 90 on the hog side butcher hogs are at 34 to 39 sows 19 to 28 and boars 8 to 10 Shorn and unshorn market lambs are at a dollar to a dollar forty-seven, and feeder lambs are at seventy to one fifty-seven and a half. On the livestock futures, live cattle for October are at one hundred nine forty-five. That's down seventy or up rather seventy-two cents. December at one twelve fifteen, up seventy-two. February at one eighteen oh five, up seventy-seven. April one twenty twenty, up seventy. Feeder cattle for October, 144.10, down 20. November, 144.25, up 12. January, 140.47, up a nickel. March, 139.15, down 12. And April, 140.35, down 2 cents. Lean hogs for October are at 62.92, up 52. December, 69.60, up a dollar 12. February seventy seven oh five up a dollar seventeen and April eighty two ninety seven up ninety two. A first look at the dairy markets. Barrels of cheese ended Friday at two oh two and a half, up seven and a half, forty pound blocks at two twelve were steady. Grade double A butter at two oh nine and a half is up three and three quarters. The class three futures, October's at eighteen sixty four, up one. November 1871, up 9. December 1788, up 7. And January 1710, up 8. Those prices are expected to be up through July. Hi, I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans, America's largest mortgage lender. I've got great news. Mortgage interest rates have dropped. So if you're thinking about buying a home, right now is the time to lock that low rate, even before you find the home of your dreams. With our exclusive Rate Shield approval, the low rate you lock today is protected for up to 90 days while you shop for your new home. With a Rate Shield approval, if rates go up, your low rate stays locked. But if rates go down, you get that new, even lower rate. Either way, you win. Talk to us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com to take advantage. Here's another great reason to work with us. For a record nine years in a row, J.D. Power has ranked Quicken Loans highest in the nation in customer satisfaction for primary mortgage origination. Again, to lock in today's low mortgage interest rate and get the security of our exclusive rate shield approval, call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. For J.D. Power award information, visit jdpower.com. Rate shield approval only valid on certain 30-year fixed rate loans. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. NMLS number 3030. Where has Pioneer Soybean Product Development taken me today? This place for one. I'm here in southern Illinois. I'm walking through a Pioneer test plot. Great soil, great land, but a great number of resistant weeds. That's exactly why Pioneer has a test plot here. Throughout the entire season, the local Pioneer soybean team checks to see how different herbicide-tolerant varieties perform in this environment. The idea is to continually bring you the most advanced tools to control everything from grasses to glyphosate-resistant weeds all to deliver maximum yield potential on your soybean acres. A soybean test plot in southern Illinois. Another place that makes Pioneer, Pioneer. 
You'll hear more from me later. For now, let your local Pioneer sales representative hear from you. Eleven minutes past five here at Wax 104.5. Bob caught up with UW Forage Specialist Dr. Dan Undersander and has the latest from out in the fields. Once again this morning, Dr. Dan Undersander, our state forage specialist, is with us on our next Grow Alfalfa Update program. Dan, last week we talked about testing that forages, and while that's a good idea, we better find out how much we got, too. That's right, Bob. A part of the uh, inventorying situation, and everybody really needs to go through this fall, is to, after you've tested your forage, determine how many tons you have of each quality of forage that you've tested, and then you can begin to decide how you can best use the quality. Uh, when is it that your animals need the best forage? When uh, can we mix with some other forage? How might we add some supplements to make up for a deficiency in forage quality? But inventorying becomes a key thing. Uh, a lot of people don't really sit down and think, I'm feeding so many tons a day. How many tons do I have in storage and how many days will that last? So I strongly encourage you to test the different lots of hay and haylage and corn silage, then to work up an inventory of so many tons at this quality, so many tons at another quality, and then you can use that forage to best effect. So this has been a very difficult year. There's no question about it. And so this requires that we maybe sharpen our pencils a bit more than we have in the past, test those forages, inventory our supply, and then look towards alternatives. Uh, remember, too, that uh, while hay prices haven't uh, particularly gone down this year, chances are they're not going to go down over winter and may actually go the other way. And so it might be worthwhile once you determine your inventory of feeds and if you determine that you might need to buy something to begin looking around now and trying to purchase a little bit ahead of when everybody else is to get the higher quality and maybe to get a little better price. So when we talk about inventory, we're not just talking quantity, we're talking quality in that inventory too. That's exactly right. We want so many tons at each quality. Then we end up with, okay, this is heifer feed, this can be mixed with for dairy cow feed, this will work better with this corn silage, so it's, it's an inventory of tonnage by feed quality categories. So get her done, as somebody once said. Dr. Dan Undersander, our forage specialist, uh, talking about the importance of that inventory for quantity and quality of those forage supplies on our next Grow Alfalfa Update program with Dr. Dan Undersander. Listen to best-selling audiobooks, guided wellness, exclusive originals, and more on the go with the Audible app. Your first audiobook is free at audible.com. When you're in for improving your energy efficiency, Focus on Energy can help you grow your farm's energy efficiency this fall. Scott Schultz with Steve Kraker, Trade Ally Liaison with Focus on Energy. We're getting to the end of our season that we're, we're looking for invoices for equipment that's been purchased over the year. Hot water boilers, unit heaters, some of the greenhouse things that are going on, thermal curtains, 
climate controls. We've got some good incentives on the, the boilers. They're like $1 to $3 per MBH. So okay. depending on the efficiency and the size, we're giving out probably, uh, I'd say, $300 to $1,000, depending on the size and the efficiency. Mm-hmm. So lots of equipment available, lots of incentives available for upgrading that heating equipment. Where do you go to find information? Focusonenergy.com. Call 888 888- Steve Craker, the Trade Ally Liaison with Focus on Energy. I'm Scott Schultz. Quarter past six. That's 15 minutes past six for those of you who aren't familiar with the term. I'm Scott Schultz doing the morning farm chores here at Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. One of the most important guys I think I ever bumped into was Dr. Randy Shaver at the University of Wisconsin. He knows his dairy cattle and his dairy cattle nutrition. They honored him in a big way down at the World Dairy Expo the other day. And we caught up with him at the show to talk with him about his accomplishments in the dairy industry and being recognized as the industry person of the world at World Dairy Expo. At World Dairy Expo, not only do you get to see a lot of just gorgeous cows, but you also get to meet a lot of people who've had a major impact on the dairy industry overall. This is Reba McClone from the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, and one of those honorees you were able to catch up with, Bob. Absolutely, Reba. That's Randy Shaver. Dairy nutritionist at the University of Wisconsin Extension for many, many years there in Madison. And Randy was honored as the industry person of the year this year at World Dairy Expo. We caught up with uh, Randy to talk about his work over the years and what he's tried to do to help dairy farmers and their dairy cattle. And he told us he's grateful that people in the industry appreciate his work over the life of his career at Madison. It's kind of ironic that it all came came to be uh, this particular year. I was retiring this year in July, and uh, back in uh, February, I think, my colleague Paul Fricke in the Dairy Science Department said, uh, we'd like to put you up for this award. And uh, I put in the nomination. I certainly didn't expect to receive it, and I did. So it's very ironic that it all happened uh, in this particular year. And really and truly so well deserved because industry person of the year, dairy industry of the person of the year, not Wisconsin dairy industry, because uh, you had a career that's really scanned the world as far as dairy nutrition. Uh, I can't imagine the places uh, you've been to speak and the different dairy farmers you talk to. Well, I was lucky enough to pick the right topic at the right time, and uh, you don't really go anywhere where there's dairy cows and not find corn silage, and you seldom find corn silage with a lot of cows around, so uh, I picked that topic, and I really devoted my career both in graduate school and then throughout my faculty career focused on improving corn silage, and that got me invited to a lot of places around the U.S. and around the world, and uh, yeah, it's been, been a lot of fun, and it's really that uh, kind of cooperation with industry that's been the most fun. Uh, it was kind of the right topic for the dairy farmers and then we had the nutritionists and the seed companies and and even the equipment companies, just a lot of interest in, in that topic and I happened to be kind of right in the middle of it. And this was a topic, obviously, over the years that hasn't been static. You mentioned the equipment, you mentioned the seeds, the nutritionists. What was the uh, 
thought about dairy silage, corn silage, as a part of the dairy ration when you started. How valuable was it and what did it contribute? Well, that's kind of an interesting story. I grew up on the East Coast in uh, Pennsylvania and growing up we always fed a lot of corn silage. It was kind of the staple of our, our dairy diet and really where I got my original interest. And uh, then I did my uh, uh, graduate degree at Penn State and master's degree at the University of Maryland or my undergraduate at Penn State and a lot of focus on corn silage. And when I moved here to Wisconsin to do my doctoral degree, um, it was an alfalfa state at the time. There was a lot of corn growing, but we chopped our best, our worst fields for corn silage and fed that to heifers or dry cows. And a lot of alfalfa silage and, and just not a lot of corn silage. And so uh, I looked at that and said, boy, that's different. And I uh, wanted to see what I could learn. And then about that time, as I came on the faculty, the industry here was going through a lot of transition uh, to, to larger herds. And there's a real interest on uh, efficiency of harvest. And with corn, you plant it once and you harvest it once. And harvest usually happens within about a two-week two period versus alfalfa or grass where you're harvesting three or four, even five times a year. And then the yield in a single pass, you're taking both the stock, which is the forage, and then you're taking the grain. And so your yield is much higher. And so just logically, as this industry was transitioning, there was a real focus on how do we improve the feeding and make it more efficient and how do we capture more yield as because we're running more cows on these farms. And so it just kind of all fell into place for me. As uh, we've seen the difference in genetics, uh, you know, the low lignin and the brown midrib and all these other things, for you as a researcher, it was, I guess, I'm never going to run out of work, I guess, just trying to find new ways to make this work in the dairy herd. So you've had to adapt. I mean, over the years... The research is, uh, has really had to keep up with where we needed to be in this dairy industry with these modern dairy cows. Yeah, right. I mean, the, the cow obviously drives the bus, so to speak, and we've got better genetics and, and higher production cows, and we need cow health, and so it focuses on improving the quality of our feeds. Uh, with corn silage, there's been a real focus uh, of the industry. Uh, you mentioned the hybrids, just a lot of different seed companies trying to improve and get better, and we were able to work in that area. Uh, the focus making the forage harvesters, uh, how do we process kernels better, how do we get the right length of chop, uh, the management side that so many crop consultants and nutritionists and county agents are focused on harvesting at the right stage of maturity. So yeah, it's been a continual um, evolvement of, of the uh, technology and, and the practices that go in and, and you try to hopefully pick the ones that are going to have the most impact and concentrate there. Uh, I had the, the really nice position of working not just in research on campus, but also having a very heavy extension appointment. And what that means is getting off campus and uh, trying to get information out to the industry not just farmers, but also their support professionals, and then try to bring information back to campus and other campuses really around the country that work uh, in dairy cattle uh, research and nutrition research. And so I think it was that position, that the extension research position, that allowed me to have uh, an impact because I was uh, out amongst the industry and able to develop those relationships. And really we got everyone kind of pulling together of uh, how do we improve corn silage for dairy cattle and it was multifaceted and and so many pieces play into that and it was kind of fun to be again kind of right in the middle of that storm
And you were right in the middle of it. As you look at uh, what we've seen in the advances of feeding corn silage and your research, what were some of the major changes or major advancements that we've seen over the years? Well, some of it was just simple management. We had a tendency here in the Midwest to harvest too dry, and some of that comes from kind of a, not a real focus on high-quality corn silage, and so that was a big advancement, was just getting people to chop at the proper stage of maturity so that you had high digestibility of both that stover as well as the kernel. Um, then um, processing corn silage, that wasn't here in North America. It started in Europe, and it finally came here in only the 90s and just a lot of improvements in that by all the equipment companies. Um, the inoculants have, have had an impact. Uh, we've moved away from kind of the front end, how do we make silage ferment faster, to the back end of how, how do we get it to be more stable uh, once we take it out of the silo, which had been a big problem for corn silage. Um, so that, that was a major, major advancement. Um, and then this hybrid area that you mentioned, uh, improving uh, the digestibility of the NDF, the fiber, uh, as well as focusing uh, on, on that kernel and the starch, allowing us to capture, capture more, more energy. Maybe a current events question here with uh, the situation we're in with this corn this year. What kind of advice do you have? There's a lot of corn that's awfully green yet as far as corn silage. About 5% has come off around the state, but uh, this is going to be a challenge. What kind of feeding cautions do you have for the farmers this year? Well, after the many, uh, many inches of rain that we got yesterday around a lot of the state, um, I think we've got a little time to step back and think about it before we have to get in the field. But uh, something that goes way back to uh, when I was a kid that I learned from my father and something that I've seen throughout my career is once you have a killing frost, and there's a lot of moisture in that ear, uh, it really doesn't dry down, it molds. And so you've got some time to let that green corn mature. But once we get a killing moisture trapped in that ear, you... Oh, dairy nutritionist for many years at the University of Wisconsin and out around the country with his extension uh, charter. Your position, is it going to be filled? Yes, uh, that's the good news. The uh, Dairy Science Department has got approval to fill several positions, some of which have been filled. Uh, they've already interviewed several candidates for my position, and hopefully they'll be making an offer and we'll get that filled here in, in uh, subsequent months. Um, the focus will be on dairy cattle nutrition, whether it's on forages or whether it's on corn silage. That's really up for that faculty member to decide and survey the industry and look at what the needs are now and certainly out into the future and then uh, kind of figure out where to aim the guns and, and get to work. But uh, the good news is, yes, there will be uh, a person uh, in that dairy cattle nutrition applied research extension position uh, for years to come, it looks like. So in retirement, how far are you stepping away from the industry? Are you still going to be uh, visible at some events? Uh, very, very little, hopefully. Uh, I, I hope to stay involved uh, with uh, some consulting, but more behind the scenes and working uh, in more of the research area and uh, maybe assisting others with the work that they're doing in the field. But I think I've uh, run the ridges quite a bit, so to speak, uh, in the extension area and giving talks, and uh, uh, we'll let, let that to others, but I, I really love the, uh, the dairy industry and, and the cows and the corn, so to speak. And so I hope to be involved in some aspect, but uh, really not in a visible type manner. 
Dr. Randy Shaver, a guy who definitely knows what he's talking about in that dairy nutrition world. How do you define currency? To us, currency is when a house becomes the place you build your life or a car becomes freedom on the open road. Superior Choice Credit Union, this is our currency. Cashback checking makes lots of sense. Earn five cents back each time you swipe your debit card with cashback checking. Terms and conditions apply. For details, visit superiorchoice.com. Membership eligibility required. Federally insured by NCUA. Seven minutes past five o'clock here at Wax 104.5, and we have Rocky on the air at Premier Livestock over at Whitney. Rocky, how are you doing this morning? Hey, doing good, doing good. Any uh, any big bucks in that snow and sleet and whatever it was all weekend? No, no, I didn't uh, didn't find anything this weekend. <laughs> Boy, yeah. I think I think they were cuddled up somewhere next to the fire. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that. That could well be. Hey, tell us what's going on at the market this week, Rocky. Uh, thank you, Scott. Good morning, everyone. Uh, this is how last week's market shaped up here at Premier Livestock. We did sell over 2,800 head of livestock. On the fed cattle, high choice and prime Holstein steers 86 to 94. Selects and low choice 73 to 85. Choice beef steers and heifers 92 to a dollar. Market cows high yielding 62 to 73.50. Uh, most of the cows traded from 45 to 61. Market bulls high yielding 86 to 94. Uh, lower yielding bulls below 75. Organic market cattle sold on Mondays. High yielding kind 70 to 90. Lower yielding 65 and down. Newborn Holstein bull calves this last week. Uh, best market was on Monday, but uh, mostly 30 to 80. We had some top calves from 90 to 100 on Monday. Holstein heifer calves 20 to 135. They're again best calves on Monday. Beef calves 75 to 210. Big week for dairy cattle auctions this week. Uh, Wednesday we got uh, two dairy two three dairy herd dispersals uh we also have two loads of fresh parlor freestall heifers friday uh it's going to be our special monthly dairy heifer auction we're expecting around 600 head of dairy heifers open bred and springing if you're buying or selling dairy heifers uh certainly want to be at these monthly heifer sales we're also featuring many organic heifers with several organic dispersals uh this coming friday and looking forward to next week uh, that's going to be our special feeder cattle auction. We're also featuring bread stock cows, beef breeding bulls. For questions and detailed info, as always, check out our website at premierlivestockandauctions.com. You can also check us out on Facebook. Uh, call us at Premier 715-229-2500. And, Scott, that's how it shaped up. That sounds like a good week, Rocky. And you get on out there in that tree stand this week if All you right. get the chance. All right. So, sounds good. You need some venison? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I do, in fact. Okay. All right. We'll set up a deal. All right. Thanks, Rocky. Right. That's Thanks. Rocky Olson over at Premier Livestock at Withy. Hi, I'm Gibby the Goldfish. I love the scary goblins and ghosts that come with Halloween, but what I don't like is hearing people are scared of their water. Pumpkins are orange, and your water shouldn't be. Contact my water experts at Gibson's Water Care for a free home analysis. Locally owned, American-made products, and no long-term contracts. Go online to Gibson's Water Care for more information. Gibson's Water Care. We make water good for life. Hi, this is Lacey at Pete's Trailer Seals in Rice Lake, Wisconsin. I've been here for 16 years, and can you believe I'm only 25? 
Our business has expanded over the years, and we now have over 700 trailers on our lot. From utilities and dumps to goosenecks and truck beds, we've got you covered. Stop in and pick out your trailer today. Visit us at Pete'sTrailerSales.com or give us a call at 715-234-1993. When you're in for improving your energy efficiency, Wisconsin is in for growing your farm's energy savings. Focus on energy partners with Wisconsin Utilities to offer farmers the tools to grow their farm's energy efficiency and cash incentives to make it happen. Get started today. Call 888-947-7828 or visit FocusOnEnergy.com slash agribusiness to learn more. That's FocusOnEnergy.com slash agribusiness. Focus on Energy, helping farmers grow since 2001. Mega Holiday is putting our best burgers forward with one low price, only $2.99. Get your hands on the hearty Angus and Bacon Cheddar and Jack Burger. Or try the new Brew House Pretzel Burger, a quarter pound of juicy Angus beef with smoky bacon and cheddar cheese topped with sweet onion ale sauce, all on a soft pretzel roll. The Brew House Pretzel Burger. It sounds great and tastes even better because for a limited time, you can get either of these two burgers for just $2.99. Get one of our best burgers for only $2.99, only for a limited time and only at Mega Holiday. 34 degrees here at Wax 104.5 as we continue with the Wax Midwest Farm Report chores. Let's have a look at some of the local news, local and state news. A now 11-year-old girl will face homicide charges in juvenile court in Chippewa County. Prosecutors on Friday agreed to move the case against the girl out of adult court. Police said the girl was 10 when she stomped on six-month-old Jackson Hunter. He died a few days later. A judge last week also found the girl unfit for trial as she's been held in a mental health treatment center. There's no word on how Richard Gray ended up in Duncan Creek near Chippewa Falls, downtown Riverfront. Police yesterday identified Gray as the man they pulled from the water on Friday. Chippewa Falls police said they don't expect suspect foul play, but don't have any other answers in the case. Western Wisconsin's congressman wants the federal government to help people find cheaper prescriptions. U.S. Representative Ron Kind said the Drug Pricing Action Plan would require the Department of Health and Human Services to tell anyone enrolled in Medicare's low-income subsidy program about lower-cost alternatives. Kind said helping people shop for cheaper prescriptions can go a long way to making sure that people get the medicine they need at a price they can afford. A man wanted from Chippewa County will go to prison for decades after being found hiding from police in a bunker after three years. Jeremiah Button had been wanting uh, had been wanted since 2016 for not showing up to a court appearance on multiple sex charges. Button's lawyer said he initially went into the woods to try to punish himself and slowly die. He was sentenced last week to 30 years in prison, followed by 30 years of extended supervision. And boy, how about that Eau Claire Curling Club's junior member, Charlie Thompson, age 17. He qualified just recently for the Youth Olympic Games during the Olympic Trials event held at the Denver Curling Club on October 6th. Thompson plays on the Herbert Rink, which also includes Skip Ethan Herbert, of uh, Lowell, Massachusetts, and uh, Vice Skip Caitlin Murphy of Cleveland, Ohio, and lead Alina Shukmakov 
of Westboro or West Roxbury, Massachusetts. They'll be the only curlers on Team USA at the 2020 Youth Olympic Winter Games, January 10th through the 22nd in Switzerland. And speaking of winter, we got a little taste of it over the weekend. I have Tucker Antico on over at Skywarn 13. Tucker, tell us winter's not going to come too soon. Well, you know, it is October. It, it's around the corner, but uh, I guess it depends on what your definition of too soon is. <laughs> <laughs> too soon was uh, for the out in the farm country now. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I got good news, and that is that this week looks to be a bit warmer than last week. And though we're starting off fairly chilly out there this morning, we will manage to get back into at least the mid-40s, if not the upper 40s today, and also tomorrow. Difference between today and tomorrow, though, is that today we're expecting more sun. Tomorrow, more clouds and showers. Wednesday also looks to be a fairly, uh, not above average, but finally warmer day, closer to 50 degrees with a few clouds in the sky, but overall a dry day. And then Thursday is where things really begin to change. We'll see temperatures reaching at least the mid-50s under sunny skies. Friday is going to build on top of that. Again, though, a chance for showers on Friday. But we may see ourselves return to about 60, which is above average again for this time of year. And then as we get into the weekend, these temperatures should remain around 60. Saturday looks to be mostly sunny. Sunday, a chance for a few showers, but again, that's still seven days out, so we'll keep an eye on that. But overall, a warming trend through the week. We really won't take any steps backwards as far as temperatures go. Sounds like a week we can use in the fields, Tucker. Yeah, it sounds like a better one. 33 (laughs) is the current temperature in Eau Claire. (laughs) All right, we'll talk with you tomorrow, sir. See ya. Have a good one. It's time to talk about crops and the harvest time with Pioneer Seeds. I'm Scott Schultz this morning with Pioneer North Central Wisconsin field agronomist Mike Gronsky. Another season of harvest here, Mike, and boy, we are chopping a lot of corn this year, more than normal maybe, and how's that silage moisture looking right now? Well, so last Scott, on Friday, we ran some burn down across North Central Wisconsin. We ran just shy of 100 samples last week, and we were coming back with a lot of the samples. We were averaging about a third milk line and right around 70% moisture, which was a pretty big improvement from the week before where we were still up into the 70s and and had milk line progression averaging less than a quarter um, across the samples. You know, that being said, probably the most interesting aspect of the silage harvest or some of the samples that we ran was where the moistures were on some of this later planted corn. So, you know, as we started looking at different planting dates, you know, we were finding some of this early June corn already finding its way into the upper 60s, basically right at that desirable harvest moisture for a bunker. But then even some of this late June and July planted corn, you know, a lot of that was coming back 71. 73% moisture, so even I think it caught a few guys off guard there as well. The dry down that you're talking about in your neck of the woods in the north central area there, uh, most of that's from? Correct, yep, so my all those samples we pulled would have been out of that north central Wisconsin area, and and the other thing too is, you know, we've seen a lot of you know, a lot of stress on this crop too. So any of these fields, you know, any samples that we were running that came out of fields that maybe we ran a little lean on nitrogen because of the excessive amount of moisture that we had, or or had a little more disease pressure or, or even some anthracnose, a lot of that stuff was coming back, you know, the mid, mid-60s, mid upper 60s at best-case scenario. And, you know, as we look ahead to the weekend here, you know, it looks like there's a pretty good potential that we're, we're going to get some frost, you know, and they're talking, you know, 30 degrees for, for a period of time. And you look at what it takes to kill corn, and, you know, normally you're looking at a few hours at 32 degrees or just a few minutes if you're at 28 degrees. So that's really going to 
going to change the game here after the weekend if that if the forecast holds true for us. So, you know, and things I would keep in mind and just my experience with, with silage, you know, harvesting after that frost period is going to be, you know, stuff that was already mature is, is going to shed moisture quick. Um, you'll have a little more leeway in some of this later planted corn. Uh, but that, that being said, once once we get frosted, that's going to drop off in a hurry, hurry as well. So. so a bit of a surprise where that moisture is concerned maybe with you. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, quality-wise, I'd say we, we probably did a little bit better than, you know, as I've been seeing some samples that have been ran. Quality-wise, we've done better as we've had such a, a long, a prolonged fall and didn't have our average frost date. Um, quality aspect, you know, starch contents are good, but, uh, you know, now the challenge is going to be is, is, is trying to get all of this forage off as quick as we possibly can, especially if we get frosted this weekend. That's today's Pioneer Harvest and Crop Update with North Central Wisconsin field agronomist Mike Gronsky. I'm Scott Schultz. 5.39 a.m. here at Wax 105, 4.5. Continuing with the morning chores, let's go over to Jim Lindsay to hear the latest from the Equity Altoona market, and then we'll be hearing from Jerry Fitzgerald over at the Stratford Equity Market. Choice beef steers and heifers, 82 to 98. High-yielding choice and prime Holstein steers, 87 to 98. Choice Holstein steers, 78 to 86. Select underfinished heavyweight steers and heifers, 78 and down. Top 20% of the cow cows sold from 58 to 63 with a top of 65. 60% of the cows sold from 40 to 58. Bottom 20% of the cows sold from 40 and down. Cow bulls sold from 70 to 85. Ten full horn bulls wing over tunnel discounted. 80% of the 95-pound and up Holstein bull calves sold from 5 to $60 per head. There's no test on the Holstein heifer calves. Light and poor quality calves sold from $5 a head and down. Just a quick reminder, our next special feeder sale is today at noon. There will be a good... And that feeder sale was Friday over at Altoona Equity. We have Jerry Fitzgerald on from Stratford Equity. Good morning, Jerry. Well, Scott, and a good morning to you. Well, we're, I kind of like the weather forecast. We get out of the 40s uh, sometime this week, but uh, certainly was a chilly weekend. And, well, at least we know where the long handles are and the winter coat and the mittens and the, well, maybe not the mittens, but the gloves. So yep. uh, we'll see what happens. But uh, a lot of stuff going on this week. And uh, just, uh, I was listening before, they were talking about the harvest, but uh, we still need some warmer drier weather. Oh, so. absolutely, absolutely. So tell us how the market's shaping up this week, Jerry. Scott, I'll do that. I thank you very much, and a very good morning to everyone. Another busy week coming up here at Equity Stratford, and we'll outline that for you starting right this morning at 9.30 a.m. here at Equity Stratford with the market auction. Uh, of course, we sell the overnight delivered cows first. Market cows today, this morning, uh, along as with fat cattle and the bulls, we'll get to those baby calves around the noontime hour. Tomorrow, Tuesday, another busy day here in Stratford. Uh, we do have our hay auction that does start at 10 o'clock. We'll move right into the dairy sale at 11 o'clock, and for you folks uh, in the dairy business, we do have a very nice herd, complete herd dispersal for that dairy sale tomorrow. 50 Holstein dairy cows, four springing heifers also selling with the cows, uh, all AI breeding, and a very nice components on this herd, 3.64 protein, 311, uh, 3.6 butterfat, I should say, a 311 protein, and a very low somatic cell count at 110. So again, cows fully vaccinated. And, again, they are. Most all the cows are bred to black bulls, so that will be some advantage here. 
uh, when the calves start coming. Again, nice complete herd dispersal. Also, we do have consignments of open and springing heifers for that sale tomorrow. Again, that dairy sale tomorrow in Stratford will be at 11 a.m. Then moving ahead to Wednesday, uh, that's, uh, Wednesday will be our next feeder cattle sale. That will be a noontime start as per usual on the feeder sale on Wednesday. As part of that feeder sale today, again, for you folks looking for uh, bread cows, we do have consignments of bread cows available for that Wednesday sale at 12 noon. Regular Thursday auction start time at 11 this week. And, of course, we do want to mention next Sunday, uh, October 20th, we're very excited to have this complete and total dispersal of Ox Angus from Watoma, Wisconsin, just some top, top quality black Angus genetics and cows are going to be available. Uh, Sydney is retiring. Uh, so a very good opportunity for you folks in the beef business, especially looking for top quality black Angus cows, uh, herd cows, potential donors, bred heifers, heifer calves. Herd bulls will be offered for the sale. And, again, that's going to be Sunday, October 20th, 1.30 in the afternoon here at Equity Stratford. You can click on the uh, Stratford page for the link to the catalog. So, again, a very excellent opportunity for folks in the Black Angus market. So, Scott, that's what we have going on this week. It's going to be a busy week. And, uh, well, we'll kind of have to wait and see what the weather is. And just as a footnote, uh, um, I don't know what you think, but uh, it's uh, – Ice morning on Monday when you can read that the Cowboys lost again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's a nice Monday. And when you wake up in the early in the morning and a big old full hunter's moon greets you, that's a great well, day. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, you could probably drive in this morning without your headlights. Well, I wouldn't recommend good. that. Almost good. So thanks a lot, Jerry. We'll talk with you tomorrow. You bet, Scott. We'll be here tomorrow morning. Update the Monday prices here at Stratford. And, Scott, you enjoy today, and I thank you. Thank you, Jerry. We'll see you then. EBJ Livestock Marketing is in our area. EBJ buys calves of all sizes and breeds three days a week in the listening area. No trucking, no commissions, and your calves are paid for before they ever leave your farm. EBJ Livestock also buys and sells groups of Holstein and beef steers with HolsteinTrader.com and BeefTrader.com. The marketing team at HolsteinTrader.com reaches multi-state regions, giving them excellent buying power. So farmers, find out what your livestock are worth. Call EBJ for a competitive bid. Call them at 800-428-1429 and check them out on Facebook and at HolsteinTrader.com. 16 minutes before 6 as we roll with the morning chores here at Wax 104.5. We have Michelle on from Terrine Livestock over at Thorpe. Good morning, Michelle. Hey, good morning, Scott. And you're all set for tonight's game. Everything all ready to go. You got the potato chips all put out. I wish I could watch this game, but I'm going to have to listen to it. Oh, that's That's right. Some people work. Yeah. Yep, yep. That's this the way it goes. This is going to be a good game. Absolutely. Uh, it should be. It always is. It always is. So, mm-hmm. hey, tell mm-hmm. us how things are shaping up with the uh, with the terrain market. All right. Thank you, Scott. Summing up the week of October 7th at Terrain Livestock Market. In the Slatica market for the week, we topped at 69. 81% of the cows slipped from 45 and above. Market cows are 58 to 69, low-yielding cows 47 to 57, thinning wheat cows 46 and down. In the Holstein steer market, choice and prime 78 to 94, selects were 75 and down. For beef type steers and heifers, choice 85 to 99, selects were 84 and down. In the bull market, high-yielding beef types came in at 70 to 84, with the utilities at 68 and down. In the replacement calf market, good quality Holstein bull calves sold from $25 to $105 per head, 
Lighter and lower quality calves, $20 per head and down. Holstein heifer calves were 10 to $55 per head. Beef calves, 85 to 210 per head. In the hog market, there was no test on the butchers. Sows were 24 to 29. Boars were 12 and down. Our next sale will be today. We'll start with calves at 5 p.m. If you have a question or you need trucking, give us a call at the market at 715-669-7127. And check us out on the web at tlmthorpe.com. For all the Citroen and livestock, your family owned in operating market. Have a great day. And you have a great day too, Michelle. And, uh... Get ready, because you know who'll be back tomorrow. I'll be ready. Yeah, you be ready. All right, we'll talk to you tomorrow. That's Michelle over at Terrine Livestock at Thorpe. When you're in for improving your energy efficiency, Wisconsin's in for growing your farm energy savings. Find out how Focus on Energy can help you grow your farm's energy efficiency this fall. Now, as we move into the colder months, heating can be one of the largest expenses for Wisconsin farmers. Luckily, there are financial incentives available to offset the costs required to maintain comfortable temperatures to improve energy efficiency. Scott Schultz this morning with Steve Craker, Trade Ally Liaison with Focus on Energy. Good morning, Steve. Good morning, Scott. Focus on Energy has a lot of great programs to help farmers with checking on their energy efficiency. Tell me about some of those things. Yeah, well, right now, Scott, we're really gearing up for the fall season, uh, heating, grain drying, uh, lots of things going on, and we're getting to the end of our season that we're we're looking for invoices for equipment that's been purchased over the year. Actually, they have a 60-day window to get stuff turned in. So we're looking for equipment, uh, hot water boilers, unit heaters, uh, some of the greenhouse things that are going on, thermal curtains, climate controls. So yeah, we've got we've got some good incentives on the, the boilers. They're like one to three dollars per MBH. So okay. depending on the efficiency and the size, we're giving out probably uh, I'd say three hundred dollars to a thousand dollars, depending on the size and the mm-hmm. efficiency. So lots of uh, lots of equipment available. Lots of incentives available for upgrading that heating equipment. Equipment is one thing, but there are also some things that we can do out on farms where best practices are concerned. We can take care of some things around the farm and around the home that help save some energy. What are some of those things? Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, one thing is in selecting. If, if somebody is, is in the mode of purchasing new equipment, look for the highest efficiency available. Price that option out. And again, the incentives are, are available to offset the cost of, of increased efficiency. So select that higher efficiency equipment if possible. Perform routine maintenance. Make sure that things are insulated well. The gaps and the holes are, are filled up. Make sure that you're uh, just operating equipment as efficiently as possible. Also, in again, uh, looking at equipment in the greenhouses, glass that's going into those facilities, insulate greenhouse sidewalls, insulate the night cur- uh, using night curtains to uh, insulate the engine block heaters. That's uh, we have block heater timers that are available. They're a good option to not only, you know, maybe start that uh, engine block heater up later in the day, you don't have to plug it in and leave it on for 10 hours. You can start it up, put the timer on in the middle of the night, and have it run for two hours and ready for you when you're, when you're up and running. 
so yeah, those are some of the things. New this year, we have a grain dryer tune-up that has not been available in the past. Right now, everybody's getting the grain off the fields. They're, they're looking at uh, drying the, the crops. We want to make sure that that equipment is running as efficiently as possible. So we have a $150 grain dryer tune-up when you have a professional come out and look through that equipment, clean all the fans, lubricate the bearings okay. uh, on, the, on the dryer, clean the screens. The key is the technology that's involved with these sophisticated equipment now. There is the temperature sensors, the moisture monitoring equipment. We want to make sure that those are clean, calibrated, and operating the, uh, correctly so that those controls provide the best efficiency possible. And how much incentive does a farmer get back for that kind of work? What I'm hearing out there is that the cost of the service is 500 to $1,000, and we are giving $150 towards that service. How do you know if you're eligible for everything that you mentioned here? Where do you go to find information? Focusonenergy.com, or you can call 888-947-7828. Well, those are some great incentives and some great ideas to conserve energy, an important and money-saving matter. Um, it is, yeah. Everybody is running pretty tight these days on the farm, and so we're hoping to be able to save not only the utility costs, but also uh, when things are uh, ready to be upgraded, we can provide some offsetting incentives to, to help folks on the farm. Ways to improve your energy efficiency out on the farm. Focus on Energy. That's Steve Craker, the trade ally liaison with Focus on Energy. I'm Scott Schultz. To the soybean farmer who knows the early rise, who's there even when times are hardest, whose fingers bless Wisconsin soil, who sows in our hearts and grows for our children. To the soybean farmer, we stand with you. Strengthen the voice of Wisconsin farmers. Join the Wisconsin Soybean Program at wisoybean.org. Harvest season is underway, and you know what that means. It's time to look at marketing your corn and soybeans. Buck Country Grain in Arcadia and Dummer's Grain Service in Holman are the people to trust. They work with the farmer to get them the most competitive price for their commodities. Target price offers purchase contracts, basis contracts, and more. They offer all grain services. Buck Country Grain in Arcadia and Dummer's Grain Service in Holman. Give them a call today or visit their website at www.buckcountrygrain.com. It's where your corn and soybeans want to go. Eight minutes before six, continuing with the morning chores at Wax 104.5 and those dumber green prices, dumber's green prices at the grain service in Arcadia and Holman and Buck Country Grain are 353 for the new crop 2019 corn and the cash price for their new crop soybeans is 870. Your days in the field start early and end late but no two are ever the same. You've got a lot invested in this land and even more riding on it in the future for you, your family, and your community. At Bremer Bank, we're ready to do all we can to help you make it through the tough times and make the most of the good ones. Let's see what we can do together. Find out more at bremer.com. Be ready for anything Mother Nature throws at you. It's Jeep 4x4 Adventure Days at Gross Motors in Nielsville. 
Hurry in now and get up to $4,500 in total discounts on select 2019 Jeep Grand Cherokee models when you finance through Chrysler Capital. Choose your vehicle and make it yours at Gross Motors, your Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram dealer. 404 East Division Street, Nielsville, or online, grossauto.com, during the Jeep 4x4 Adventure Days. Listen to best-selling audiobooks and exclusive Audible Originals anytime, anywhere, with the Audible app. Your first audiobook is free at audible.com. 33 degrees as we start to head toward the Milk House with the morning tours here at Wax 104.5. Let's have a look at the grain markets for the morning. December corn is at $4, up 2. December oats at $2.93 is up 4. November soybeans at $9.40, up 4. December soybean meal at $312.60 a ton is up $2.80. December wheat at $5.13 is up 5. The country elevator prices... The countryside co-op elevators at Baldwin, Duran, Mondovi, Elmwood, and Fall Creek are at 354 for corn. Osseo is at 359. Elk Mound is at 360. Sparta at 356. Ellsworth 346. The ethanol plants. Boyceville is at 373. Stanley 370. And New Richmond 365. On the soybean side, the countryside elevators at Baldwin, Duran, Mondovi, Elmwood, Fall Creek, and Osseo, all at 870. Stevens Point's at 860. Elk Mound, 870. Sparta, 866. And Ellsworth, 870. On the dairy side, barrels of cheese ended the week at 202.5. That's up 7.5. 40-pound blocks at 212. Steady and grade AA butter at 218.5, up 3 and 3 quarters. Class 3 dairy futures, October is at 1864, up 1. November at 1871, up 9. December, 1788, up 7. And January at 1710, up 8. Those prices are expected to be up through July. Next Grow Alfalfa offers ultimate flexibility with their extensive line of conventional Roundup Ready and Harv Extra Alfalfa seed, allowing you to achieve top yield potential and high forage quality. They're proud to introduce Next Grow 6409 HVXR with Harv Extra Alfalfa Trait, the industry's first alfalfa trait designed to give you the flexibility to choose between higher alfalfa quality or delay harvest thanks to a wider cutting window to maximize your yield potential. With Next Grow Alfalfa, you'll also find 6422Q, the variety that swept the commercial division for seven of the last eight years at the World Forage Analysis Super Bowl plus a full portfolio of conventional and Roundup Ready varieties including 6472A Nextgrow's Race 2 Aphanomyces resistant variety, a top choice for wet, heavy or saturated soil and in addition it has an excellent forage quality rating 6424R Nextgrow's newest glyphosate tolerant variety with Race 2 Aphanomyces resistant that offers protection on those wet heavy soils while delivering exceptional forage quality. To learn more about Next Grow Alfalfa. See your local dealer or visit plantnextgrow.com. Heading into the Milk Coast with the morning chores with 33 degrees here at Wax 104.5 in the Wax Midwest Farm Report. Hey, have a great day under this big old moon and be careful doing whatever you're doing today. 
You need corn hybrids with genetics and traits bred and tested in local conditions. I'm Shannon Latham. That's what you get from family-owned, proudly independent Latham High Tech Seeds. Numbers developed for your fields. Like these VT Double Pro Rib Hybrids, a first winner, LH3695 is a showy plant with early vigor. LH4454 also a first winner with great grain quality. And five-time first test winner, LH5245 is a proven performer. Pick the best field-by-field at LathamSeeds.com or call 877-GO-LATHAM. Goodrich Trailer Sales is having a fall sale on new in-stock trailers now through November 2nd. All new trailers are on sale. Save on cargo, utility, equipment, dump, and flatbed trailers. Need a trailer to haul your toys? ATV, snowmobile, and UTV trailers are on sale too. Nobody has more experience and know-how when it comes to trailers. Goodrich Trailers has the best selection in the area. You can shop 24-7 at GoodrichTrailers.com or stop by Goodrich Trailers on I-94 between Eau Claire and Menominee. A lot of folks around here are breathing easier because of Grace Home Respiratory. They appreciate that Grace Home Respiratory is a local company that puts customer service first. They appreciate that Grace Home Respiratory provides an array of medical equipment, services, and supplies to help their recovery and enhance their quality of life. They appreciate that Grace Home Respiratory has the experience and qualifications that exceed their expectations. So when you need home medical equipment and services, turn to Grace Home Respiratory not only for the equipment you need, but for their dedicated staff of respiratory therapists who are on call 24 hours a day. To find out more, call Grace Home Respiratory at 715-832-7377 or online at ghr-ec.com. This month's special at Grace Home Respiratory. Get $25 off four-wheeled walkers. That's $25 off four-wheeled walkers at Grace Home Respiratory. 